Yeah, I believe in education through the palate. I mean, if we get all the brewers together and do what we do, our passion is going to come out regardless. So if you align yourself with the right brewers and what we do, it's amazing. Welcome back to Tap That AZ. I'm your host, Eric Walters. In this episode, we head down to Helton Brewing Company for Helton Beer School 4.0. Brian Helton's a huge advocate for education with beer, knowing what you're drinking, knowing what's going into your beer. So these beer schools are something that they do about once a quarter. They're going to continue to do this. So a little bit of a different episode, interview several different people throughout the course of the, the two to three hours that this thing was going on. I had a great time, heard from all kinds of different people, talked to beer enthusiasts, home brewers, people who work in the industry, weren't necessarily presenting, but were just there supporting their buddies, supporting the Arizona craft beer scene. And then we had the people who were presenting. So I was going to kind of explain a little bit about what was going on, but our man, Mark Semler from Helton. He's the marketing guy there was the one that reached out and said, Hey, you guys mind covering this? We're like, hell yeah. How can we miss that? We love Helton. So absolutely. So we're going to have Mark explain what Helton beer school is all about. Who are you and what the hell are you doing here? Uh, I woke up this morning out back and I decided to come in. Uh, my name is Mark Semler. I am the marketing manager here at Helton brewing company. Um, and we decided to run this crazy thing called Beer School uh, for the patrons. I've run four of these before. Um, this is only our second one here, so we just kept the uh, you know 4.0. Keep okay. on going. We're just going to keep trucking on up in the yeah. numbers. Um, <laughs> so uh, we we put this together. We invite four accounts, and uh, we you know you, we're the fourth account, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. but uh, we have all these guys put together everything, uh, everything running from barrel aged on through to uh, IPAs. Nice, nice. So, and who do we got today? Like, who are we've got? Hangar Twenty Four. They've got some beautifully barrel aged beers for us, including a nice Pugachev Sixteen and a barrel aged Bravo Zulu. Crazy, right? Yeah. Zulu? <laughs> Zulu. I like it. I like right? the name. Yeah. We've got Beer Research Institute here. They're pouring a Belgian double and a Belgian double negative. I don't know what that means, but the math adds up. Yeah. If you <laughs> check it twice. It always does. Uh, thirdly, if that's a word, yes. uh, we've got right around the corner away from the prying eyes of Beer Research Institute, uh, we've got Noel Garcia and Jalen Williams from 12 West, and they're explaining IPAs. Okay. Kalax in front side, and then we've got Brian in the back of the brewery. Uh, that's some alliteration for you. And uh, he is just hanging out like he usually does, sitting over there just yelling at people about water solubility <laughs> and, uh, you know, credit cards. So don't buy one from him, by the way. Right. <laughs> Too late. I already got one. Ah, okay. <laughs> Copy that. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Well, hey, thanks for having us here. This Not is, a problem. We're, we're excited to be part Always of Always appreciate it. Thanks, Awesome. Man. Yep. So we had a wide range of people who came to this thing. You had the beer enthusiasts, the people who just love beer, love the Arizona craft beer community, just wanted to come be part of this, drink some great beers, hang out with some great people, including Chris Dodson. He's been helping me a lot with editing the podcast, doing a lot of uh, producing on the audio side of things. Really, really appreciate it. Chris Dodson, awesome dude. Chris Runoff on Instagram. Also, for the first time, Aaron Marcus the man behind the camera for Tap That AZ, joined in a little bit here too. 
You'll see later on down the road, he actually jumped in on some interviews too. Pretty good behind the microphone as well. So we got the beard enthusiast. Let's hear from him. My name's Aaron Marcus. I'm the video dude at Tap That AC Podcast. Branding. Branding, marketing, marketing, organizer of creative director, <laughs> producer, um, hard ass to Eric. <laughs> Keep me in line. All of those we guys. Need this. Yeah. I'm, one, I'm all of those people. Yeah. Nice, yeah. dude. So yeah. it's your first beer school? It's my first beer school. This is actually first. The first time I'm on the podcast. Just first saying. time you've been at Helton. First time I've been at Helton. There's a lot of firsts today. Yeah, it is. Cidercore. Cidercore. That was awesome. First too. Yep, yep. That was for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was. It that is was your first amazing. time on the show, like yeah, officially. Yeah. All of the all the things. We've yelled at you a few times. Aaron, in That's the background, true. say hey. Then the funny guy on the background that no one's ever seen. That's right. Which I'm okay with. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, yeah. dude. Well, you're shooting some great stuff here. Thanks, dude. We're gonna put out some awesome content for these guys. So I sure hope so. Yeah. All right, dude. Thanks, Thanks buddy. <laughs> My name's Chris. I um, go by Chris Runoff on the internet, uh, and I'm here for beer, man. Like, why, what an awesome opportunity to have a bunch of great local places come together and teach us about the stuff we love to drink anyway. Why not, why not learn a little bit about it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Are you, are you excited for any certain brewery or any certain beer? Uh, gosh, um, that's, that's a tough call because there are very few beers that I dislike. Um, <laughs> I would say spot. I'm, I, what I'm, I'm really interested in just general process. So I'm not so much looking for any specific beer. I want to hear, like, how does barrel aging work? I mean, I love a good barrel-aged beer, but how do you make how do you make a beer that is, like, generally supposed to be poured fresh? How do, how do you make that process even work? Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about the, the, the technical stuff that they're here to, to teach us about. Yeah. Are, do you homebrew? I have... Okay. Uh, but I can't call myself a home brewer just because I've done it once. I, I have a friend who had a setup, and we went through. We made a stout together, an oatmeal stout, um, and uh, it was. I love. I really enjoyed it. But yeah. no, I, I'm not a home brewer no. yet. Okay. I'll say. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> nice. Nice, dude. Well, hey, thanks for joining. Yeah, man. Awesome. All right, dude. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Ready? Are you nervous? Never, never nervous, <laughs> never nervous, especially nice. after some good beers that I had tonight. Oh, dude, good beers, right? Oh, yeah. Really good stuff. So who are you and why are you here today? Uh, my name is Goose. Well, Gustavo, I go by Goose. It's easier to pronounce. Uh, just a, you know, local beer enthusiast, you know, barely moved uh, back to Arizona after a few years in uh, Utah and Wyoming. Okay. Yeah, and we were talking before, like before this whole thing started, and and you've been to places that the beer scene is strong, prevalent, right? And you grew up here. You yes, up, sir. Yeah. So when you came back most recently, you were really impressed about what's what's going on here, right? What was that? You, things you're really impressed by what, the way things are at this uh, point. Super impressed. Yeah. Um, on, honestly, uh, you know, uh, breweries like Arizona Wilderness, uh, BRI. Hangar 24, um, especially Bren House, you know, and then once you get to uh, Henley, you know, very, very good breweries, local breweries, putting things down, especially uh, compared to the last time that I was here in Arizona. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, for Arizona sure. has really stepped its game up, and we are putting out some quality beers. Yeah. Quality beers, for sure. Yeah. Whether it be sours, stouts, uh, saisons. You know, Belgian-style beers, IPAs, Arizona is doing its thing. Yeah, 
Yeah, for sure. And all kinds of different styles. You got like North Mountain that does like Belgian styles, right? You've got Dark Sky who just does whatever the hell they want up in Flagstaff, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so you, the way you and I got connected was um, you had a free ticket to this event. Yeah, I raffled right? away a free ticket. Yeah. Uh, fun competition. Yeah. You know, craft beer is meant for sharing. Yeah. You know, yep. so why 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 not share that extra ticket? Yeah. And so what, what were the rules? Like, how did... Uh... Um, basically, I tried to make a competition out of it. You know, uh, in uh, Utah, we, we, we have a little thing where we, you know, chug uh, expensive craft beers for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> no you know, real reason, but... So you know, it's not very smart. Yeah, yeah. You know, but fuck it. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. we do it. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Swearing is allowed on here. You can I'm swear sorry as much as you that, want, dude. No, you're good. No, F it. F it. F it. F it. Yes. And fuck you know, it, too. You know? Sometimes you just got to <laughs> do some stuff off the wall. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So what I decided to do was um, all of my friends were uh, traveling out of state during the event. So what I decided to do was put it on Arizona Beer Enthusiast, which is a very great local page. Oh, By the way, if you are not a part of it, you should uh, throw yourself an ad there. Yep, yep. And um, decided to do a beer chugging contest. Whoever could chug a beer the fastest won the ticket. Yeah. And uh, you actually did it. Yeah, you actually did it for one of your friends. For a buddy. Which is uh, who I've been drinking with all night. He's a very cool guy. Yep. Yep. Bruce. Bruce Kansick. Yep. Very cool guy. Uh, Me and him have been drinking and discussing, not only drinking, but discussing the uh, beers that we've been drinking all night. Nice. Nice. Been very fun. Cool guy. This has been an awesome event. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, great people. Love the Arizona beer scene. Mark Semler over here running things oh, yeah. mark Semler has been uh there through the whole thing yeah yeah absolutely well goose thanks for joining me man thanks for the ticket i know bruce appreciates hey, it you too. know what thanks for uh doing the competition that you did for sure man reason you, i'm here thank you 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 also said it was the fastest you've ever seen somebody chug a beer out of a bottle oh my god i've <laughs> never seen anybody chug a beer out of a bottle that fast i can't even do that yeah uh, i i stick to glasses wide mouth glasses yeah yeah, but here's the thing, though. I chugged a Sam Adams. You chugged, was it a torpedo? Was it? Tor- yeah, yep, that yeah. was torpedo. It was a 16-ounce torpedo, so that's impressive, too, yeah, man. Yeah, a funny story. The way that started was a Utah beer page that I'm in. Yeah. So, fantasy football. Yeah. We have a beer league. Yeah. Uh, the way you get a better pick in the beer league is you chug the highest uh, ABV beer that you can. Yeah. And you get a bit better pick in the draft nice. guy that did it chugged a uh, pair fire firestone walker parabola <laughs> his name is todd glazier by the way shout out there anyways <laughs> he did it in like 3.4 seconds fucking incredible that's ins- that's insane insane yeah <laughs> yeah just the, but no anyways you know started. what arizona beer all the way yeah glad my state home state has been putting out quality beer lately yep uh arizona wilderness uh my 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 personal favorite ren house oh dude helton yeah. brewery yeah. you know there's a lot of breweries out here you got to check out yeah 12 absolutely. west you know yep. they're uh they they're uh hazy ipa the kalox K-Lax. K-Lax is great. The, the most requested beer out of state that I've had. Really? 
Yeah. Wow. Um, you know, Arizona is putting out some quality, and you guys need to check it out. Anybody that's listening to this needs to check it out. Yeah. Arizona is stepping his game up. Absolutely, dude. We're out there. Goose. We're out there. Thanks, buddy. All right, bro. Appreciate it, man. Who are you? Why are you here? My name is Virginia, and I'm here photographing this super awesome event at Helton Brewing. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. It's great. Sampling some beers. What are you drinking right now? I'm drinking the cherry sour, and it's amazing. Was Is that theirs? Yeah, Helton? it's Helton's. It's their ah. first sour, actually. I, I haven't had it yet. I didn't even see that on the list. You is, haven't? Is well, we just tapped it today, so oh. you should probably You're try it. Secret Two menu. cherry sours, please. Lucky. Yes. Uh, well, thanks for joining us. Yeah. This is great. You've been thanks taking some awesome pictures. Yeah, I'm I trying assume. to I haven't seen any of them. This yeah, little just event. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of great people here. So. Yeah. How did you get tied into this? Um, just coming into Helton. Okay. Yeah, just yeah. meeting some of the brewers and stuff, and just hanging you, out. It's been nice. Are you a beer fly? Uh, beer fly here or bar fly? Beer fly. Yeah, I prefer no, beer fly. I, you know what I do is I like go places and do things. So like oh. I hike. And then I like to go to a brewery wherever I'm at. So nice. yeah. I try to hit up different places around the valley. Okay. So I might follow you guys so I can, like, you know, figure out where to go next. Yeah. That's nice. a smart move. Yeah. That's what we try to do. Yeah. And you guys, you can show us where you're going and we can. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Networking. System. And I love how they all support each other. It's yes. amazing. Yes. Yeah. It is. It kind of blows you away. Like when I first started this about a year ago, um, the amount of support all the breweries give the other breweries is just like, wow. Like, you're not mad at them for, like, making a better IPA? Like, yeah. first of all, it's not better. Ours is better. <laughs> but then right? it's kind of cool because they all, like, you know, make beer together, and then yep. they do their own thing, and they support each other. And, I mean, this is a great event. Yeah, it is. Is this the first one you've been to? Yes, my first one. Yeah, me too. Same. Too. Yeah. You guys yep. too? Yeah. Oh, They've done great. two of them, I think. Sure. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's 4.0. So, yeah. is this number four or is it like. I think we need Mark to clarify that because it was question. the second one. But Mark also did classes before and Brian does classes. I don't know. It's like 4.76. I got it. Or something. But they're yeah. good at what they do. Exactly. That's Fun. the whole point. It's a great time. Great people. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yep. So, it's a great time to, to be in the beer scene, I think. You have a lot of freedom to just... Yeah, and it's fun that you get to actually learn about the process. So, yeah. like, if you really love beer, you get to, like, learn about what you're drinking and what you're doing. And, like, yeah. you're actually a little bit more knowledgeable. Right. It's like, oh, that's what that is. That's yeah. That, yeah. Yes. Well, the girl that we had on just a minute ago was, um, she's a home brewer. So she's learning about that whole process. It's really yeah, cool. And yeah, it's neat. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people can homebrew before they actually, like, start to have a real understanding. So it's neat when you get to, like, get out in the environment and people are willing to help you. Yeah. Like, as a home brewer. Yeah. It's amazing to see people reach out and, like, really try to lift the other people up. Yeah. Yeah. Versus, like, like it's not a competition. Yeah. Like, get out of here. Like, what do you want? Yeah. 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 I think it's great. I think it's great. It's so, awesome. So what do you do? Like, um, is, is your, do you do something like uh, Virginia Tours or Virgin Tours? No, actually, yes, <laughs> Yes. no, so I like to, like I said, go places and go to different breweries, but I'm a pediatric nurse at Phoenix Children's Hospital, actually, okay. so, wow. yeah, I uh, work in the cardiovascular ICU, and I take care of small kids, yeah, so. nice, that's and awesome, and I love exercising and getting out, and, you know, just enjoying the environment, but I always enjoy a good beer at the end of the day. What's your favorite kind of beer? I am an IPA fan. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Yep. Huge IPA fan. 
And I really like those hazy northeast. Man, I'm yes. kind of hooked. <laughs> Eric I mean, I don't want to be trendy or anything, but I'm just saying it's it's good. Was there one that like got you hooked? Like, was there one in particular? From who? Honestly, this sounds really funny, but I was at Mellow Mushroom eating pizza one night after a really bad shift, and I was like, I'm going to try a Lagunitas Fresh Squeezed IPA. Oh. And I did, and I it was pretty good, and then I was hooked. Yeah? But I'm kind of, people call me a beer snob now because they're like, well, you know, you don't drink anything regular, and I'm like, well. They're just the uneducated. you need to learn what yeah. good beer is. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you should go to, um, you should try out. Goldwater, if yeah, I was going to say as far as New England Hilton, IPAs. They said you really got to go over there. Yeah. So yeah. that's actually going to probably be my next stop when I'm yeah. going to hike out that way. So. Tell Jordan, Chad, and Dylan. or Yeah, I've heard they're great people, yeah, and I just great. really want to get out on that side of town and just stop in over there. Yeah. It'd be nice. Got to get down into the, uh, the gold mine. Gold yeah, mine, yeah. yeah. I heard that about place that. place is awesome. That, that, yeah. then, I said um, I hike a lot. I like to get out. So Out of their hazy IPAs, I would say Awaken Haze. Yeah. I mean, Session. there's nothing better than an ice-cold IPA after you just hiked your ass off. Oh, I, the vulgarity I know, that's coming sorry. out of this girl's mouth. Yeah, bullshit. On, like, I'm going to have to podcast. cut this shit out of here now. Yeah. Thank what? God. Shit. What is happening right now? <laughs> I know. I got so uncomfortable. I'm so lost. I got to go. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, hey, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Yeah. That was fun. Sure. We also had home brewers who were there, people who wanted to perfect their craft at making their own beer at home. Some of these people are on the verge of getting into a brewery, wanting to get into a brewery, have had some of their beers, and they're amazing. So they wanted to learn from the people who are already doing it. Christian Schroeder? Yeah, from Schroeder. Connecticut. Yeah, from right. West Hartford, Connecticut. Well, I usually say, who are you and why the hell are you here, but you just told me who you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, so uh, Christian is that, well, yeah, who, tell us a little bit about like what you do. So uh, I've been homebrewing now for about seven years. Okay. Um, I helped open New Park Brewing Company in West Hartford, Connecticut. Um, we were established in 2015, and we opened our doors to the public in March of this year. Uh, it's just a seven-barrel system, all in-house sales. Okay. Uh, really had a really warm welcoming from the community just because... West Hartford had no craft beer, you know, brewery in town, so we really were were welcomed very well yeah. right from the start, selling out, you know, seven barrel batches every other weekend. So, really gave us the opportunity to produce recipes that, you know, we we were assuming would go out fresh, lots of dry hop additions, lots of whirlpool whirlpool additions, um and not really relying on distribution or canning sales just yet, but uh, it really gave me kind of the experience I needed to kind of uh, produce some of my own recipes and understand the commercial side of it as well. Okay. So Yeah, nice. Well, well the way I was introduced to you was uh, uh, Aaron Marcus, my partner with this podcast. Um, he's like, dude, my buddy Christian made this like beer. So he gave it to yeah. me. We met at McFate and uh, he gave it to me and I took it home. Honestly, I've had home brews before, and I'm uh -huh. like, all right, you know, I'll taste it, see what it's all about, and probably end up pouring it out and having a tombstone beer, right? <laughs> yeah. So, and he even said, he's like, hey, just to let you know, Christian said it is a little undercarbonated. You were, like, preparing for uh, a fest or uh, yeah. competition, Yeah, right? that's right. So, yeah. uh, Arizona, uh, sorry, Arizona Society of Home Brewers uh, puts on a competition every year that's open to the public. I believe they have a couple they do throughout the year. Um, this one was 
uh, just at the end of October. Um, and I was desperately trying to carb it for the competition. Unfortunately, wasn't ready, but I did enter a French Saison um, in an IPA okay. um, into two different categories. So I, I was pleased. Um, I should probably hear about the results on the 11th of this month. So looking forward to that. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So a little undercarbonate. I was like, ah, carbonation is such a huge yep, thing for me. It I'm is. Like, all right, you know, I'll try it out. I poured it and I'm like, first of all, the color of this was, it was amazing. I was like, all right, okay, I'm in. And I smelled it. That's for me. I will sit there and smell a beer for like an hour before I even drink it. Yeah. And that the, the nose on that was amazing. And the beer was good, man. Really good. Yeah. I think, yeah. um, you know, part two things that really attribute to that, to that, uh, aroma is ensuring that you don't oxidize the beer. All the transfers are done with CO2. Okay. Um, on top of that, just having it bottled and consumed fresh, you know, within those two or three weeks from when it's kegged are really, really important attributes to, yeah. to creating that aroma. Yeah. Well, and that's a key too. I like it. Like people are asking me for like through this podcast, they're like, are you becoming a beer snob? And I'm like, kind of, but it's not for, it's all about freshness. Right? Yeah. That's what it is. Like it's, yeah, you know? and I think it's kind of like an unconscious thing. You know, you try certain beers and you, you decide what you like, and then you go after the best of those styles and you begin to understand what it takes to, to make a really good beer. So yeah, I, I completely understand that. Yeah, for sure. Do well, Hey, thanks for joining, man. Yeah, it's thank you. Great. This event yes. today is, is great. I'm uh, looking forward to trying some more beers. Helton's a great brewery, and uh, yeah, psyched. Nice, man. And he even brought a little special treat. And there's a little camo bag yeah, there. I got, nice. I got uh, two <laughs> bottles here. It's a uh, Citra Galaxy IPA with uh, Brettois yeast. Um, so, yeah, excited for Eric to try it. His buddy Aaron is going to get a bottle too. So, have to see what you guys think. Nice, man. I'll let you know for sure. Cool. I'm excited, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm Tiana Mathis, and I'm here because I'm a home brewer, and I just wanted to take in all the information and learn as much as I possibly can. Okay. I've only been doing it for two years, so uh, I'm still very much learning everything. Yes. Only two years? I was, like, thinking, I've only been doing this for, like, two weeks. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> two years. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I'm uh, in school for it right now, so I'm getting my associates in science, and then I plan on hopefully going to Oregon State and doing fermentation science and microbiology. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Are you here? Do you live here in the valley? I do live here in Phoenix, oh. Arizona. Yeah. Okay. I actually help out at Helton doing their cell counts and lab work for them, all that good stuff. <laughs> nice. So this yeah. is awesome. So are you? Uh, what What have you learned so far today? What's that? What have you learned so far today? Um, I've basically just been learning how breweries do what they do and why they do it and that's why it makes me so excited because everyone is so passionate about what they're doing and gives me so much motivation and passion to like keep moving forward and make my own plan and stick with it like just because somebody does something a certain way doesn't mean you have to do it that way yeah you know it's yes. super awesome and thinking about like all the things that they're changing and the things that they're progressing with and all the people that they're teaching is just super awesome to me yeah yeah and it's such a cool community that they're willing to share like not their deepest secrets, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, the, like the trade <laughs> secrets. share everything. Yeah, exactly. But enough to like, for you guys to say, hey, okay, here's what I can do differently with what I... Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And it's super awesome because 
everyone in this community is here to help each other. Nobody's here to be like, no, you can't do that. Um, For me as like a girl, it felt a little weird because I was nervous about it. I was like, no one's going to take me seriously. But being here, being in the community and like being a part of this and seeing all the people, especially women, is just like awesome to me. Yeah. Like all the women that I meet, I'm like, you're so rad. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, because there are more women in the, in the Arizona craft beer scene that are like uh, Leah Huss and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Tammy from, um, Helton. Like yeah. She's the chef and makes amazing food. Yeah. But it's like she understands the beer side of it too. So, yeah. Why can't everybody be involved? <laughs> everybody is involved. That's what I love. So, yeah. So, as a home brewer, is there something that you focus towards? Like, do you have any like flagships that you love to make? Different types? Um, so, right now, I'm just kind of learning basics. Uh, I just learned how to boil water like maybe okay. a year ago. So. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Like, like, like just boil water, period. It's <laughs> like you always, I always boiled over and I was like, drive me crazy. But I uh, just finished an IPA a couple weeks ago and I did not boil over. Everything went perfectly. Nice. Um, there's a couple things that I'm going to tweak on, but it should be pretty good once yeah. I tweak on it and make it a lot better. Um, but yeah, right now I'm just learning basics and trying to figure out like how I like to brew and what I would like to change yeah. and figuring out things that like I would like to make a difference on yeah. you know because again everyone does it so differently everyone has their own plan and yep. uh, I hope to find my own plan yeah. nice well good luck good yeah, luck thank with it. You. yeah <laughs> she was a little apprehensive about being on the mic I'm like you know you want to and she's like yeah actually I do yeah. <laughs> so thank you for joining me you're welcome yeah, thanks. thank you I'm Mason Martinez um today's actually my birthday nice. so came here to try some different beers learn some stuff about brewing Nice. Happy birthday, dude. What's that? that? Happy birthday. Thank you. That's awesome. Yes. I'm Amanda, and I'm here because I love beer, so I want to learn how to make it, because he wants to make it. Okay. Yeah. Have you made it before? I haven't, but uh, uh-huh. I like cooking, so I figure it's basically uh, art and science the same way, so I'd like to learn how. Yeah, absolutely. It's just you're cooking something that makes you feel really good oh, for yeah. a longer period of time. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Is this the first one? First one you guys have been to? Beer school? Yes. First yeah. one, yeah. yeah. Okay, awesome. We'll be to every other one after, though. Okay. I have everybody on Facebook, so I'm like, I want to go to every beer school known to mankind. Yeah, that's awesome. Are you guys from out here <laughs> yes. originally? Yeah, we okay. live in Scottsdale. Okay, gotcha. And the, the beer scene here is awesome now. Like, I moved out here like 10 years ago, and there was like 35 breweries, and I think there's like 100 now, 100 and something. It's crazy how many there are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we make it a point to try to hit all of them. We'll... Uh, Every time we go to a new brewery, we do a flight of every beer they make. So we've had almost everyone in the Phoenix metro area so far. Nice. We got like two left, I think. Or three and even when we go on vacation, whatever area we're in, we'll hit a few breweries and try all their beers. Yeah. Nice. Well, guys, thanks for joining. I think your group just left. Right. I'm holding you back. So. Thank you. Right. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Yeah. Then we had the people who are in the beer industry here in Arizona who are just coming out to support their colleagues, support their friends, help out their friends, and just wanted to hang out with some cool people, drink some good beer. Well, Luis Herrera from Saddle Mountain Brewing, uh, beer ambassador there. And uh, I am here today because my wife was on the way to go shopping with my daughter, and I said, please drop me off at Hilton. And and then I walked in, I was like, oh, I forgot they were doing the beer school, which I wanted to come to, um, but... My sister had a 40th birthday party. Went had brunch with her. Okay, so I spaced it. So. Are you coming? Are you in this beer garden illegally at this point? I, yes, but yeah. I know people here. So <laughs> yeah. You're in. You're, they gave you're me. In. You're in the industry. I'm yeah. in. I'm in the. Uh, I'm in the end. 
Yes. I'm in the end. Yeah. So, so I don't think I'm going to get kicked out or anything. No. So, but yes, I didn't buy a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, funny, kind of funny backstory too. Me and Luis, we've, we've known each other for a long time. Uh, yeah, in like 2007? I think so, yeah. That's when yeah. I started that job? Yep, yep. And I started in uh, 2008. Okay, so July. 2008. Yeah. So we worked together at, uh, at University of Phoenix and uh, then we worked together at the Cardinals. For the Cardinals. For the Arizona Cardinals. Right. Yep. Um, that was fun. Fun times. Yeah, that was. Yeah. It was uh, the glory days of the Cardinals winning the, That's going, right. to the going to the Super Bowl, remember? That's right, yeah. That's because we were there. Yeah. <laughs> we were there supporting the guest relations. That's right. So. That's right, yep. But um, but yeah, and then uh, just recently we just got reconnected. I saw Luis was was in the beer industry and super jealous. So, uh, so now we're... <laughs> We're, it's a rough job. I'm technically is. working now. I know. <laughs> I'm back on the clock. This is tough. But hey, Luis, thanks for joining me, man. Cheers. I am Tamara Stanger. I am the chef at Helio Basin Brewing, and I am here because I love beer. Period. <laughs> yes. Moving on. You, you should have. You could have just ended at the chef. Well. I mean, nobody will know where to find me, and then I won't have any strange stalkers, so. No. <laughs> you gotta know where to find me. That's true. That is true. Yes, you that don't want to. It's a great risk. neighborhood for strange things to happen, so. <laughs> That's actually very true. <laughs> yes. Hi, uh, and I'm Dustin, the co owner and brewmaster from Helio Basin. Guys, thanks for joining me. This is great. Yeah, it was good running into you guys here. Yes, yes. We had a, one of my favorite episodes of all time was with you guys. Ran out of memory card. We didn't even care, we just kept going. Actually, we didn't. We didn't. Everybody keep going. missed the XXX stuff. I sorry. Know, I know. You I'm know what? Sorry. I feel like I captured that like on my phone, and there that's going to be. will not be a part two. <laughs> no, no. So, are you guys learning stuff? Like, so you're the brewer, you're yeah. the head brewer at at Helio Basin. Yep. So, when you come to these places, these things, these beer schools, you even have to be learning things, new things. Yeah, it's it's always good to see other uh, craft brewers in the area, and you know, if you're friends with them, and you know what they're doing. But it's always good to like step outside of your own spot and kind of see what everyone else is doing, and see what everyone else is talking to other people about, and you just kind of like hang out and have fun and have their beers. So it's you're always constantly learning as a brewer. If you're not, then you're not doing it right. Yeah, that's true. And it's probably cool to come to a place like this and like just hang out and yeah. not have to be responsible for anything. That's very true. Right. <laughs> yes. And Tamara, you cook a lot with the food, with the beer, right? Like that's absolutely a key part in the pairing. I, I like come to these events because, well, yes, I get to drink more beer, yeah. but also I see what people are thinking. I get feedback in a real life sense, and it gives me ideas. I mean, I, I'm always thinking of ways to complement my food with beer, and so seeing what people like, seeing what they're drawn to. And just hearing the questions, like I heard a lot of unique questions today that kind of gave me different ideas. And so, like from the like from the, the class, just just what do things they call them? people Students? people want to be educated in certain ways, and there's ways to deliver it. So it gave me some ideas as far as my cuisine and maybe adding hops into my cuisine. Do you want to delve any more into that, or is that yeah. like a secret a little bit? I mean, who knows? Stay <laughs> stay tuned. Yeah. But like, I, I like getting. I'm always in the kitchen, so actually getting out and being among real live people is, is very odd for me, and I learn a lot. So. <laughs> right. it's like and it not always so fighting them, I'm actually listening to them too. So yeah, that's awesome. And when I when I did the episode with you guys, like normally, like it's like all right, I'm gonna have lunch and I'm gonna have a beer. Like I like IPAs, and I also like this type of food. What would you suggest yeah. with you? I was like, whatever. Just throw it on me. Yeah, I'm like, there's one thing I don't like: horseradish. 
But if you make <laughs> something with horseradish, I'm in. I'm in. And you, you it was a ceviche? Yeah. With, I think it was like a pale ale or an IPA. Yeah, oh, which works really good with so the spices. Good. But, I mean, that's, that's an education level that I want to get everybody on. Yeah. Just understanding your own palate. I understand that some people may not be as diverse as others when it comes to tasting food. But just understanding what you like and how to, to experience your beer in a better way. I mean, it's not meant to just wash shit down. It's not. Right. I mean, it's, it. it's beer is so eclectic. There's no reason why it should be drank like it's just washing shit down. You yeah. need to get that out of people's heads. That's on a t-shirt right there. <laughs> this ain't just washing shit down. But just, just Unpronounceable IPA. What's like, it called? Right. I, we should definitely depend on like servers to tell us. What should I put this with or whatever? But just understanding yourself, you go order IPA. There's certain foods you should not eat with that or whatever because it might change your flavor of the beer. People might hate a certain kind of beer because of the food they're eating. And they have no idea that that just happened. That's interesting. And then they'll drink it again on its own sometime and absolutely love the beer. So, I mean, that would suck for a brewer if people hated their beer because they're serving the wrong kind of food with their beer. Absolutely. Interesting. True true story probably happens all the time. Oh yeah, I actually have a super. I have a challenging question. Uh oh. Yeah. I don't think I can answer that. I'm going to throw it at you anyway. (laughs) No, um, I'm really curious. What is the biggest challenge about pairing beer to food, but also beer to your audience? Or I mean, you know, like okay. So the 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 biggest challenge to (laughs) my audience is figuring out who my audience is. Yeah. And I kind of stopped doing that, and I've kind of been developing an audience instead of, like, working with what they want. I've been kind of like, try it in anyway. Even if you don't like this, just try it. Yeah. Like, everybody has at least a principal set of taste buds in their mouth and can understand things on a very, like, prehistoric level. <laughs> so you start with that, and you work up from that, and you educate people, and... And, you know, that that's the crowd. Some people are very um, drawn back by that. They want something really easy. Like, they want their Bud Lights and their hamburgers. And that will always be a thing because there's places that offer that. But that's probably the biggest challenge is changing people's minds. But I, I nine times out of ten, if you provide something good enough to change their minds, you yeah. change their minds. And I call you, like, a beer food scientist, but... I'm going to p- give you that title right now. but It's black magic. It has <laughs> yeah, nothing to do with science. It's all black okay, magic and fair. voodoo. <laughs> sorry my, to, my biggest, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Sort of my biggest thing is with like... voodoo? I'm not disappointed. Yeah. What, if, what if some of your biggest hits been, not because it's just it's good food, but because of how it's paired with I think helio. that's a, a big deal, too. Everything on our menu is paired with a beer for a reason, yeah. because it's a suggestion. Like... Try it this way, you're going to experience a better time than trying it with another beer where it's just going to bounce all over the place and you're not going to understand it. And you might hate the beer, you might hate the food. So it's good suggestions and, I don't know, I I think we're trying to guide people in the right direction to understanding beer a lot more. And that's the biggest thing. That's something that a lot of people don't tap into. So. What about um, anything that's caught you off guard in terms of, like, people like this but then they told you like we like this because we actually like it with a different thing or no. or anything that's caught you off guard or no, no you're just like I'm I'm 100% on this no the only the only thing I don't think it catches me off guard the any the only thing that bothers me is where people won't get open-minded and they'll say hey 
ice cream doesn't go with beer. Like, fuck yes, it does. Always. <laughs> Sorry about my mouth. But it always does. But certain kinds do not. You cannot have one kind of ice cream with every kind of beer. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're the people that already have a set idea in their mind, and they will not change it. And I'm sure it's all based on political shit that we won't get into. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, Taliban. I like Tamara. Yeah. She's the best. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, guys, thanks for joining. This has been awesome. Always love you guys. Hanging out with you. Talking beer. Talking food. Food is... Food and beer kind of battle for first place with me. Absolutely. It's one yeah. of those things. I mean, there, there shouldn't be a battle. It should be like this joint effort you know like it's hand in hand um, that's Classic something that we're hippie. always trying to do yeah, hippie actually over here. A, we have a, yeah, a little bit we have uh, a couple cool things in the works too yeah. so stay tuned so we're working on some like culinary experimental beers too yeah so uh we met with the artist uh, local artist yesterday for some potential labels for some things so nice yeah, like stay tuned yeah. yeah very awesome well thanks guys it's getting real loud in here yes it is I don't know what's going on over here i think the Thank guys you. from hangar 24 get a little crazy <laughs> all right thanks guys all right thanks but yeah i i love myself a good white boy <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that was a great introduction so who are you why are you here what are you doing my name is michelle I am a volunteer at Helton Brewery, and I am the awesome sidekick kick girlfriend of uh, Mark Semler, the marketing manager here at Helton Brewery. Okay. And I think that my ultimate purpose on why I'm here is to drink beer. Yes. I love beer. <laughs> that, that's my purpose in life. I also adult occasionally. Okay. But... How occasionally? Occasionally, yeah. when I'm not drinking beer yeah. <laughs> or yes. volunteering at Helton. Yeah, that's awesome. So you're you you work here, though, right? You... I don't. Oh, you don't. Oh, okay. I every time I've not. come in here, I've seen you. I think I love being here. I support oh, yeah. Brian endlessly, and I support my boyfriend, yeah. and I just love hanging out with all my friends. Almost every event, there are at least six close friends that I know I'll run into. So if he has an event, I'm there. Yeah, that's awesome. When we were talking before, uh, we were just kind of hanging out, um, just having a conversation and talked about the beer people, the beer community, like how awesome it is. It is. Yeah. It truly is. It brought my lovely boyfriend and I together. And I'm just so thankful that everybody here in Arizona just loves beer. And subsequently, we all just love each other. Yeah. Yep, and everybody, it's so cool to see, like, what would seemingly be competition all collaborating, right? In another industry, it wouldn't be as... I think in every other industry, everybody would just be cutthroat. Exactly. But yeah. before we set up beer school, <laughs> uh, Noel from 12 West, Mark from Helton, Matt Trethaway from BRI, and Alex from Grand Canyon were all completely close friends and so they're just making fun of each other just being guys joking around yeah and just heckling each other that's what it turns into is that yeah. hey i have my brewery blah 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 yeah. oh, and yeah. just trying to show each other up yes. meanwhile we're all just close friends yeah at the end of the day it's just like hey you made a really good stout props for that i'm gonna buy it I'm going to scream your name from the hilltops and say that it's awesome. Yeah, but I'm also going to make one that's even better. 
right? <laughs> but I'm also going to make one that's even better. Yes. Like that, there's yep. that good. There, Everyone's pushing each other. There's that whole, okay, that's good. I'm going to top you and throw it in your face. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Which right. is great because that means that so much more awesome beer just comes from Arizona. Yeah. And we yep. have a ton of amazing talent. Like Noel from 12 West. I love his front side IPA. But with Brian Helton, the Northeast IPA, I could drink that every single day of my life and just be content. It's so good. Yes. It is really good. Yes. yes. It's funny you say that too because uh, Noel's Kalax was the one that actually transitioned me into the North, Northeastern style. Because like, yeah. I, I would, never really found one that I liked. And then I tried that Kalax. I'm like, this is amazing. Well, with the Northeast just being so prominent right now for an IPA style, like uh, you can go to any major brewery here and they have some sort of variant or just a Northeast that they brew. Yeah. Which is great because you can compare and contrast and Mm -hmm. be like, well, I like this one because of the more juicy citrus notes or this one because it really does stick true to a Northeast IPA. The style. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Well made a great choice with that one yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's the best beer here yes. well i think so but i'm i hop back and forth between all of the beers here yeah well yeah because i've had the rye i'm like this is great oh my god this is the best pilsner i haven't had the milk stout which i've heard is amazing too it's amazing yeah i'm originally heard. a stout girl mark uh, converted me to an IPA okay. pop head. Yeah. <laughs> so I go back and forth between IPAs and stouts. Okay. Okay. But gotcha. The one here on nitro or on um, O2, mm-hmm. either way you have it, amazing. Yeah. Very good. Okay. I'm going to have to get one before I yeah. get done. Yeah. You've convinced yeah, me. Yeah. Just have a buffet right now. Just <laughs> I think I should. have a full pour of each beer from Helton. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might. Uh, Jackie, my wife, I need you to come pick me up. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, thank you for joining me. Yeah, of yeah, course. This is awesome. No, thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Syphilis. All right. All right. Taxation stuff. I got two strangers here now. I don't really know who these guys are or why they're here. So maybe you guys should tell us. Uh, my name's Alexander Phillips, also known as ABP4. I'm the director of sales and marketing for the Grand Canyon Brewing Company. Okay. I'm here to uh, help out my homies, Mark Semler. And Matt Trethway, Orlando and Noel here at the the beer dinner, or beer beer school 4.0. Okay, you like the bouncer? Hmm? Are you the bouncer? Bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping people. Yeah, in I line. was uh, I was doing the muscle earlier at check in. Okay. <laughs> nice, nice. I'm Andy Rich. I'm the uh, Phoenix area, Northern Arizona sales rep for Dragoon Brewing, and. Uh, not Dragon Brewing. It's Dragoon. There's two O's. Dragon? Dragoon. Oh, I always thought it was Dragon. <laughs> uh, yeah, just here to sort of support and see what this whole thing's about so we can come in and uh, do the next one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You guys have been part of it before? It was part of the last one. We presented uh, a panel on sours. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, and you were telling me you guys are expanding, right? Like you're the biggest facility now in Arizona? Yeah, production? we just installed a 40-barrel brew house. Um Five buildings across five and a half acres to our forever home where we can now produce as much beer as we should foreseeably need. Yeah, okay. You guys were a little bit in competition, right? Yeah, and we just, uh, <laughs> we just put in a 30-barrel uh, brew house, so we'll be doubling our size, our brewing capacity. That'll get up and running, hopefully, within the next month. Nice. And then just 
upper up and going from <laughs> He's there. Like shaking his head. No, no, it's not happening. No, that stuff always gets delayed by like six months. Hey, that seems to be the process, right? It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just know it because we, we had to do it already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. awesome, that, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah. And then of course we had the presenters, the guys from the breweries, the four breweries who were being represented at the beer school who wanted to share their knowledge and expertise and passion with the attendees at the beer school. Hey guys, this, <laughs> this is Orlando Martinez. I'm the regional market manager for Hangar 24 Craft Brewery. I oversee Arizona and Nevada, and we're here as part of the Beer School 4.0 here at Helton. Yeah. Talking about barrel aging, so it's pretty cool. It's not just me that's talking about it. I brought along my director of brewing, Eric Wickler, who's speaking now. Okay. That's him. And then uh, this guy down here, he's been handing out samples all morning. Yeah, the gentleman that's with us as well handing out samples is my uh, field sales rep, Sean Alexander. Okay. So he's new to the company. He's been with us about three weeks. So he's gotcha. learning as we go. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. What did you guys bring? What did you bring? We to brought you? two different barrel age styles. We brought our 2016 Pugachev's Cobra, which okay. is what we're pretty much known for, uh, wow. hopefully aside from our Orange Fee, which is our core brand, main, uh, our flagship brand. And then we brought... A 10.9 bourbon barrel-aged Baltic Porter named Bravo Zulu. Bravo Zulu only came out this year to the members, so it's not out in distribution. So this is the first time many of us, including me, yeah. are trying it for the first time. Really? It's the first Absolutely. time you've had it? Absolutely. What do you think? Love it. Oh, I pick yeah. up a lot of notes for, uh, similar to Pugachev's Cobra, um, but it's much lighter as a porter on, on the mouthfeel, uh, okay. a little bit more dry. Um, not as malty or roasty as, as the Puka Jeff Cobra, but nevertheless, it's delicious. It is. Yeah, you taste it. You're like, whoa, that's a sipper. Like that's a, that's yeah, a absolutely. <laughs> Both of them. Both of them are. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Unless you're a couple of these people that we know in this industry. But yeah, yeah. for the most part. <laughs> if you want to play it safe, right. just sip on it. Yeah. And is, is that, um, we'll be able to find that around the valley here? Uh, the Bravo Zulu, you will not. Okay. Um, that was for members only. Oh, that's and, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 But um, the 2016 Pugachev's Cobra, you can still find that in the Valley in 750 bottles. Okay. And then the 2017 releases in a couple of weeks, and you'll, that'll be available in both 750s and in draft um, by the end of November. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Looking and forward to it. You guys are based out of California. We are based out of Redlands, California, which is yeah. San Bernardino County. Okay. Been around for nine and a half years, um, we've, but we've been distributing here in this state for about three and a half years now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And there's a, there's a facility in Lake Havasu? Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, I forgot to mention that to some of the, <laughs> the groups that have passed through. Yeah. But yes, we have um, a brew pub, if you will. Um, we're not yet brewing there yet, but we have a brew pub in Lake Havasu City, actually on the airport in Havasu. Um, we've been there, just celebrated our one-year anniversary yesterday with our, with our annual Air Fest, which will probably be a tradition for us, as it is in Redlands. And we, um, it's in... Currently, it's a restaurant tasting room. We have 24 tap handles, um, 13 different styles at any given time that we pull over from our Redlands Brewery. And in good time, we will probably be putting in a three-barrel pilot program a system in there that will allow us the opportunity to brew one-offs for the pub, but also for Arizona distribution. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Looking forward to it. That's awesome. It yeah. is. I'm excited about that. Yeah. It'll definitely benefit Arizona. Yeah. A lot, sure. of the, a lot of the one-offs that we brew will pretty much be unique styles that no one in California and no one in Nevada will actually have. And those are the three states we distribute. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Aaron, let me turn up your microphone because Aaron was like shaking his head like, I got a question. I got some mad. I have a question actually. Orlando. Thank you. Um, <laughs> this is Aaron Marcus. Thank you. Yeah. Director of me. All Things Awesome. <laughs> That's an exaggeration. Um, 
<laughs> no. So tell me the story a little bit. How did like if you're based at a Redlands and you live here in the valley, what did, how, what's the story there? Like with me personally? Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. And you and the beer and the oh. connection and all cool, that. Cool, cool. Why? Well, I've been in the beverage industry for 28 years. A lot of it has been on the non-out side. Okay. I've worked for other uh, soft drink companies. I've worked for water companies. I've worked for um, C-store retailers that oversaw um, certain subgroups that gave me the opportunity to look at um, styles and trends of different segments and categories. And I knew I missed being in the beverage industry. So my total knowledge of beer has been approximately about nine years. And when I'm originally from San Francisco and I was working for a distributor up north and my wife had an opportunity here in Arizona five and a half years ago, which we jumped at. And in the process, I interviewed with my sister company distributor down here. And unfortunately, they did not want to bring me into a, a role that I was interested in. And I ended up working for a soft drink company here in the valley. And I was with them for two and a half years when Hangar 24 landed in Arizona. The northern Unintended, Cal- right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Just checking. No, no. So our Northern California market manager at the time was my craft brand manager that I worked with at the distributor up north. So he mentioned to me that he was going to be in Arizona and he thought it would be a good opportunity for me to meet some of the, the people from our distributor at the time and some people from obviously the, the, the supplier and to catch up with him. Came out to the uh, launch party, and to this day was one of the most that uh, most fun launch parties I've ever been to. Many people still talk about it to this day. Had an opportunity to meet a few people, both from the company and from the distributor. I met my predecessor as well, and unfortunately, within his second month, he was terminated, and the opportunity approached uh, presented itself, and I jumped at it. And fortunately, I was uh, able to secure this position. So I've been with the company now three and a half years, almost since the inception of, of, of Arizona. And um, probably one of the most fun jobs I've ever had. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Are you, are you AC local or what's your story? Yeah. I'm AZ local. Um, i um, originally from San Francisco, as I mentioned. I'm living in Cave Creek now. I oversee the state of Arizona, so I do drive to all the outlying areas. So I make my trips down to Tucson and up to Flag and Prescott and Havasu and Yuma and you name it. But I also oversee Nevada, so I go up to Vegas as well. Um, but um, we've totally acclimated. We are totally Arizona, and I'm hoping that as soon as we can get up and running in Havasu, that that would be uh, a, a, absolutely beneficial for us. We, we have our Series 3 and we have our 2M license, and in good time, we will be joining the Guild. And I think that the support will definitely be there. The support for Hangar 24 is already there. Um, and so it's a continuous struggle as we move forward with, with craft breweries in general yeah. here in the state. Um, five years ago when I came into the state, there was 32 breweries, and now we're over 100. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing if you think about it. Really and um, so we, we want to be part of the Arizona community. And having the brew pub in Havasu has helped dramatically because we, we're still contributing to the state and um, we want to continue to do that. Because I'm, I'm semi-challenged. I have very mixed emotions about Hangar 24, or, or I should just say breweries like Hangar 24, as I just learned about Hangar 24 like an hour ago. But <laughs> I just say that I, I have I mixed emotions <laughs> because we have other breweries that I won't name currently um, that, that sort of have come in and sort of set up shop and sort of just like not said anything and then it's like after a while like you start to figure out like oh wait this brewery 
actually isn't from here. What the heck? Like, <laughs> that just seems so out of left field. So I appreciate that, at least, that you mentioned, like, the Brewers Guild and oh, stuff absolutely. like that. Because um, that other brewery, that one that won't have a name for this, is <laughs> sort of just set up shop and then just, like, I'll just leave that there. Yeah. And that well, bothers that, me a little bit. I appreciate that. And that's one of the things, one of the reasons we did not want to have that connotation. We wanted to make sure that if we were coming into Arizona, that we were going to represent our brewery in Arizona. And this was well before we landed in Havasu by chance. Yeah. So my conversations with various members of the guild and various members of the industry um, was, hey, we are an out-of-state brewery. I know everything here is you know, ultra-local, and I respect that. And, but we want to make sure that we can try to get our product out and about. It wasn't here to step on toes. It wasn't here to just drop and run. Um, it was here to contribute. See, I can respect that. Like, Absolutely. That, is, Absolutely. Like, yeah. that shows like you honor and respect the culture that is in the Valley and in Arizona. You know? So when our, our owner started looking for areas that he wanted to put tasting rooms in, because that's what Havasu initially was going to be, was a tasting room. He was looking at the top four markets of ours in the three states that we distributed. And at the time that we were looking, Arizona was the number one market. We were growing significantly. And so because we're only in three states, Lake Havasu ended up being basically a hub, if you will, between the three states we distribute. And the fact that we can put it in the state of Arizona even made it you know, better. So um, we contributed to the state. And then when we realized how much space we had, that's when we knew we wanted to put a brew pub there. Yeah. And so we want to, that's when we ended up getting our Series 3 and our 2M and what happened. Yeah, and I love that because, like, at least from Air, what I've seen of Arizona beer culture is there's a lot of room for everybody. Yeah. And, and there's not a whole lot of reason. I think there's a lot of people we've talked to that's like, the competitive, the com- competition side will really weed out people that don't belong. Gotcha. In that, you know, yeah. Not so much oversaturation, right. but more of like, there's a lot, there's a there's lot a of people making high good and stuff. It's growing high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. You know, absolutely. So yeah. I respect that you could come in and, you know, I still think it's sort of challenging, but I'll let you have that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, we're well, doing Thanks, stuff but, like this though too, right? Like yeah. doing like this beer education and being and being welcomed in by these these local breweries you well, know? I, I think a big part of our growth in this state is because of my relationships with a lot of the local suppliers yeah. the local breweries and the local distributors and um they know that i'm not fake they know that i'm proud of our brand but they also know that i respect arizona and i want to do what's right for the state i am a state representative yeah for it. our brewery and yeah. so i want to make sure that people understand that so well, yeah. this is going to help. It's going to help. It's, it's official. It's on the record now. So. Yep. <laughs> it's okay. Put it down. Yeah. Put it down. And I have to say, I enjoy the, the beers that you brought. So. Thank you, man. Yeah. So yeah. have I, and I think I've drank a little too much. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I have to say the, what is it called? The Purgachev? Pugachev's Cobra. Pugachev. Okay. Yeah. Very uh, surprising in a good okay. way. Like in good. A, it's when you smell it, it, it's you're like, oh wow, this is yeah. Russian imperial. Yeah. <laughs> it is. When you sip it, it's not nearly as like kick you in the face. As strong. Yeah. Every really year impressed. varies. Every year's different. And so, what you're trying is our 2016, which released at 13.8 percent. And even though it's aged another year, you're still kind of getting a lot of the, the bourbon on the nose, and but not necessarily on the mouthfeel. 
a little yeah. bit on the finish. So it can sneak up on you even at the 13.8. Yeah, so this year's release, if I may, launches in two weeks and it's going to release at 15%. Yeah. So I was told by our brewery, because I haven't sampled it yet, that it has more of a mocha flavor. So the chocolate malt resonates a little bit more. So, um, and again, we brew with maple syrup. And so that gives it its sweetness as well. That's what it is. That's what you're tasting? Yeah. Throw it on some pancakes. I was trying to figure out what it was. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. But for the most part, yeah. So 15% is what it's going to release. It's that maple, it's a smooth maple like texture. So you're just like, I can see this as maybe like a 10. Percent, so 13% is like, yeah, okay, yeah, 10%. What's that? Yeah. I mean, right. come on, yeah. is that a session? Is that a session? Yeah, well, if you play your cards right, yeah, tap that AZ. Yeah, we have 2017 bottles of Pugachev's Cobra available for sampling afterwards. Ooh. We'll gladly review it for you. If oh, you thank yeah, you. Yeah, I, yeah. I hope you that you do spread the word. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Should I order my Uber now? Yes, yes, please do. <laughs> Not yet. Give him time. It might take a long time for him to get here. <laughs> all right, so. all right. <laughs> hey, Orlando, thanks, Dave. Hey, man, my pleasure. Thank you for it. having me. I, yeah. I listen to you guys all the time. I'm a big fan, and I appreciate this opportunity. Awesome. Thanks, dude. We appreciate it, too. Yeah. Cheers. Introduce yourself. What are you doing? Uh, Why are you here? My name is uh, Noel Garcia. <laughs> I'm the co-founder, head brewer for 12 West Brewing Company. Which is in Mesa? It, which is in, well, Gilbert and Mesa. Oh, uh, yeah, you guys got two locations, Yeah, we have two right? locations. So our production facility is in Mesa. Our tap room's in Gilbert. Okay, okay, gotcha. So you're you're uh, um, here to present some information to people, huh? Yeah, so uh, today I'm pretty much teaching a class on uh, IPA uh, recipe, you know, formulation, kind of development on how, you know, what specific style you want to attack as far as like an IPA and what goes into that. So, okay. So we have, we're, we're showcasing two different styles. So, uh, for us, it's a, it's going to be front side, which is our West coast IPA. And then we have Kalax, which is our new England style or Northeast IPA. Gotcha. So two very, very, uh, uh, different beers, uh, but both in the IPA category. Okay. Yeah, I was telling you the Kalax is what turned me on to the Northeastern style. I appreciate yeah, that. It, I had a couple and I was like, oh man, it tastes like a mimosa. And I like mimosas, don't get me wrong, but when you want a beer, you want a beer, right? Yeah, exactly. And then I had the Kalax. I'm like, this is what it's supposed to be about. So, right. Yes. And, <laughs> and that's that's pretty much what we were going for. So just having having a, a lot of New England style IPAs, um, you know, I, I, I dove kind of really like deep into that. Um, and what I found in the, the, the ones that are the most popular and the ones that I most enjoyed, uh, they were very, they were very round, soft, um, not so much on the bitter end, but a little bit, uh, I guess more on the juicier side. Okay. And so that yeah. was really hard to replicate. It took, took months. I think we, we didn't even get it until, man, it was like batch like four of where it really started to come into its own. Okay. And we, you know, tweak and tweak and tweaking. So yeah. 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 Well, you created a great one, man. For sure. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Are you, uh, is this the first uh, beer school you've done? Like the Helton ones? I'm sorry? Is this your first beer school you've done here at Helton? Yeah, this is okay. my first beer school event here. Okay. So, gotcha. Uh, we're, we're super stoked to be here. I'm, we're obvious, we're friends with Helton. So, I mean, it, ma- it made sense for us to, to kind of come out here and, uh, you know, talk and, uh, yeah. 
Nice, We're excited. Man. Well, dude, I'm excited to see what you got. So, and he's you're going to a concert tonight, so you have to bail pretty quick. Yes. Right? Who yeah. Are you, who are you going to see? Uh, we're going to go see uh, Thrice and Circus Survive. So oh, nice. Yes, I'm super excited. Thrice is my favorite band so. of all time. Yeah. Number one. Of all time. Nice. Number one. That's a good choice. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good choice. <laughs> awesome, dude. Hey, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much, dude. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, no worries at all. Who are you? What do you do? Why are you here? Uh, my name is Matt, and I like beer. Okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, are, we, are we live? You, We're live, you, man. You We're rolling. Ro okay. We're rolling, yeah. So uh, my name is Matt, uh, Matt Trethaway, uh owner of the Beer Research Institute. I'm one of the partners over there. And uh, we started homebrewing about 13 years ago and, uh, you know, started making shitty beer and then started making better beer. And now we're making good beer and even better, better beer, I guess. And <laughs> It's, uh, it's uh, definitely been an ev evolution for sure, but uh, self-taught, uh, just two guys that are super passionate about what we do, and uh, we're both, uh, you know, take a craftsman approach to everything, so we like being self-sufficient, like doing things with our hands, like making uh, the things that we use and enjoy, and so it just kind of made sense at one point or another to start making beer, and uh, uh, did it and had a lot of fun with it, like got a spark out of it, you know, and uh, became, like very quickly became a... a passion obsession whatever it was but we were we, we just found like every spare minute that we had if we didn't have something else going on we wanted to either be brewing beer or transferring beer or checking gravities or working on equipment and process and you know designing our system further and um so it was really just this organic journey this labor of love kind of a thing and uh just one day you know it just occurred to us that we were making great beer and uh we both had a business background and uh you know, should probably open a brewery, right? And yeah. The answer was yes, and uh, so we, uh, you know, we just kind of dug up all the money we could and swung for the fences and uh, BRI. There it is. Nice. That's so. That's it. Yeah. I, for the longest time, I thought it was like a, I thought it was a uh, like some sort of institute, like a school or whatever i'm like uh, people are like is that a, like a brewery i'm like yeah it's a brewery they make awesome beer great food they're like but like classes and stuff like that i'm like kind of you know, <laughs> I, I, you know i tell you it's um the the name's been uh you know a blessing and a curse uh on the curse side of it you know like people don't always understand exactly what it is um but what we love about that the blessing is that that forces conversation that that gives us the opportunity to tell our story and the story is, is, you know, we we were researching beer for, you know, for 10 solid years in the garage and out at different breweries. And between Greg and I, we visited over 300 breweries throughout the country and, you know, uh, trying every style we could to figure out what we liked and what we could brew and emulate and things like that. So um, blessing and a curse. People don't always understand what it is. Um, and then they start asking questions. And uh, we and our customers now get to tell our story. And. Uh, it's kind of a home run, but the 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 name itself is more of a it's more of a joke than anything else. It's a goof. Um, you know, we'd we'd be out at uh, other breweries and we'd take a you know a selfie with a beer in hand, say hey hey asshole, I'm conducting research, and like send each other texts, and um, and that's kind of what the, the ongoing joke was is that as we we're brewing home brewing, we we're conducting research for our for our brewery that we knew we we're going to eventually open and. So, uh, yeah, so one day I, I called Greg up and I said, uh, hey, what do you think about the Beer Research Institute? And he just started laughing. And so I, I was like, that's it, right? That's a home run. He said, yeah, that's it. And we didn't even talk about it again. We just filed paperwork the next morning and we're like, that's it, locked it in. And uh, it, it's one of those things that, like, it sounds, it's, it, it, it kind of speaks to our personality, too, because we, we like to screw around a lot and, like, we're always poking and joking and, you know, we don't take too many things too seriously. So, like, the Beer Research Institute sounds super official and oh, super, yeah. 
like super uptight and like we're the most laid back fun guys ever so uh, it's more of a goof than anything else yeah but it's fun i love it man i love it and you guys make badass beers too like you're not we like what we do yeah you you guys are hitting up the abvs too right like you'd make some strong beers thank you yeah we um you know we we started this whole thing uh you know again going to 300 plus different breweries throughout the country um we got to nitpick and we got to analyze like what we liked about a lot of them what we didn't like and so what we did is we we built a brew pub that we wanted to hang out at okay and then so as we're brewing beers as home brewers you know we're not brewing beer for you as a home brewer we're brewing beer that we want to drink so that was kind of like always our mo and our style is that we were brewing beer that we wanted to enjoy and then we were just hoping that everybody else would like it and we wanted to build a space that we wanted to hang out at and we hoped everybody else wanted to too so that's always been kind of the that's always been the the mo there is uh do what we like and and just hope that we're representative of the rest of the of the brewing community and um, you know, that could have ended horribly and it just turns out that it didn't. So, yeah, yeah. you're in a great, great place for that. Yeah. 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 I'm, sure. a, I'm a huge fan of the, the brewing comp- the brewing community really. Sure. Um, and we don't have to name drop or anything, but as far as when you're doing your research, huh? um, who are some of the breweries you wouldn't mind naming as like most inspirational for being like, we want to do something like that, but we want to do it, you know, our way, but like. Who are some of the breweries that come to mind? For sure, there's a bunch of them that are that are like uh, really close to mind. Like for me, like it, regardless of what anybody thinks, the yeah. uh, first brewery I ever went to was Four Peaks, and it was eye opening, and, and it changed my perception on how food and beer could be, and what craft beer was, and things like that. So it was a huge eye opener. Um, not saying that we tried to emulate them, but just clearly an influence. Yeah. Um, Greg, uh, his first uh, brewery that he started enjoying, he grew up in Northern California. It was Mad River Brewing Company. Greg started drinking craft beer. Like he never never went through that, you know, domestic light phase. Like he just started drinking craft beer as a beer drinker. So I think that, you know, our first breweries are ones that, you know, obviously we're influenced by. Um, But I think when you look at BRI, I think that some of the influence that carries through is, you know, uh, we're heavily influenced by Russian River. Not not trying to compare us to them at all, but I love the way that they do very aggressive West Coast style IPAs. And they also have a strong foot held in the Belgian uh, style as well. Um, Lost Abbey, Port does the same thing. They've got their IPA line, the, all their West Coast, and then they do these amazing Belgian uh, beers as well. I think those were two very, very highly influential uh, breweries. And then, um, and then really like in terms of vibe and execution operations, um, uh, Pizza Port Ocean Beach, uh, that's my favorite place in San Diego. Every time I'm there, I'm eating a pizza, I'm drinking some beer and having a great time. Uh, talking with the people that work there, the people that visit there. And I think it's just got an amazing communal vibe there. So, you know, and, and then, you know, 20 others as well. But I'd say that, you know, when, when I've got to make that hit list, that's what that hit list looks like. Yes. Yeah. And just as an educated consumer, like, uh, obviously besides Helton, because you're here. Yeah, But, for like, sure. who are some of your neighbors that you just really enjoy hanging out with or drinking, really? Um, so like some of our favorite breweries here in the state, uh, you know, I mean, you gotta, you gotta always look at, uh, where everybody comes from and like kind of what stage everybody's in. Right. So like we're in, we're in this three year mark now. Right. And so there's a big chunk of the breweries here in Arizona that are under three years old. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I think that we kind of bond with those breweries because we all kind of came up together. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All in that same wheelhouse. So I think there's a lot of that, but I mean, you know, we, uh, 
we have a great relationship with our friends at Grand Canyon. Um, uh, Andrew Bauman, uh, formerly of The Perch, now of Uncle Bear's. Um, he's an amazing, talented brewer and just a really fun guy to hang out with. Uh, we enjoy the beers over at Rent House. Those guys are doing an amazing job. Um, uh, Matt Brown down in, in Tombstone, uh, just knocking it out of the park. Uh, Tucson's got a great scene. I mean, there's a lot of breweries that have been coming up that are doing a great job. Uh, we're amazing friends and hang out very frequently with Noah Garcia from 12 West. Uh, you know, we've been friends for a long time before either one of us opened our brewery, so we were definitely on the same path. Uh, Ryan and Christina Witten out at 8-Bit on the west side. I mean, you know, the list goes, I, I, and, I, and I'll stop there because I don't want to leave anybody out, but yeah. like, I think that we have a very good relationship with the majority of the breweries in the state, and uh, we're collaborative, and we're, you know, we're in the same game together, and, uh, you know, we're all trying to get out there and hustle and grind and sell some beer, and it's, it's fun. Good. Yeah. Hell of a community. It's a great community. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. When, when I started doing this, it was like, yeah, this is kind of cool. I love beer, you know, meet some people. I'm like, dude, these people are awesome. Like, yeah. so it went from being like a, a cool hobby to like, this is the industry I want to be in because everybody I've met is, has been just amazing. It's, you know? it's really cool in that. Yeah. I mean, you know, no question about it. And I, I, a lot of people don't talk about this, but it is competitive. I mean, we all want to sell our beer, right? And there's yeah. only so many handles around and so many counts around. We all want to sell our beer. But it's like, it's really cool when you see one of your homies get a, a tap handle on a new place or in a place that they've been trying to get into for a while. Cause like, you know that grind, you know how hard they're working for it. Yeah. Um, you know how hard it is to get into a certain account. And so like, I think we're all proud of each other and, and, and very supportive. It's very collaborative, but at the same time, you know, it is competitive. I mean, we all want to sell beer. So yeah. it's a, there's a dichotomy there where, you know, I think that uh, what's cool about it is that we're all very respectful of each other. and. Um, uh, we share resources, we share tips and tricks. We help each other out when somebody's in a development phase and they need questions answered. Like we had a laundry list of people that stepped up to the plate that helped us answer questions and figure things out and, and get our feet under us. And now we're now we're taking that role with other new breweries that are coming up and you know we're answering those questions and pointing them in the right direction. And it's it's just cool to see it all, you know, all work like that. It's yeah. my my former industry was uh, you know, food and, and franchise concepts. And it's cutthroat, man. It's like if somebody opens up in your neighborhood doing a similar thing, you want them to go out of business. Like yeah. you just want them gone. Yeah. And uh, this craft beer uh, communities, it's not like that. Yeah. It's it's pretty cool. Awesome, dude. I, I only have one pertinent question. Yeah. What, uh, as far as the Arizona brewery scene, what are like some of the next big hurdles you see for really not just for uh, a brewery but the breweries in terms of you know, growth and production and like, what are, what are some of the big hurdles that maybe the little guys or maybe even consumers don't even really know about? Oh, I think that, you know, it definitely comes down to, uh, for, for me, it comes down to legislation. Uh, we need to have good laws here in Arizona that promote business growth, hands down. Uh, and where we got it really good here in Arizona, there's still restrictions uh, that we have to deal with that quite frankly, we probably shouldn't. Uh, you know, just give me a free market. Let me make a product. Let me sell it to people. Uh, you know, as long as I'm not hurting anybody, let me do what I want. Right. Yeah. So there, there's that. Uh, I think that people need to be really, uh, highly selective in their real estate selection. Mm. You need to be in a good location or you need to go into a, uh, into a pocket that has a need. Um, I think one of the best examples of that is rent house. Um, you personally, and I've, I've told Drew this, so I have no problem repeating it. I would have never opened up there in a million years, uh, but, uh, but they did. And they saw, they saw a little gem there. They saw a little diamond in the rough and they've made it into an amazing thing. So like that takes, man, that takes hustle. That takes grind. Cause like, if you're not, if, I mean, if you're half stepping in 
any way, shape, or form, you ain't going to make it there. And they're making it. And not only are they making it, they're thriving. So uh, just that's a testament to who they are as people and their business model. So I think that's huge. Um, and then the biggest thing is I would say is that, um, you know, even though it's where we came from, um, you know, every swing and dick homebrewer out there shouldn't think that they can just go open a brewery tomorrow. Um, it takes a lot. Uh, you have to have your product on point. Uh, you have to know what's going on in the business market. Uh, and you have to have a solid marketing plan. You need to be well-funded. Uh, you, need, you need to have some skill sets behind you uh, to be able to do it. And uh, we have seen uh, um, in Arizona and other states where uh, people take that jump maybe a little too early or maybe a little underfunded or under-resourced, and it can be extremely challenging. Now, if somebody wants to take that risk and do it, hey, that's on you. That, that's cool. Everybody wants to play their own game and roll their own dice. But the problem with that can be for Arizona is that if people open craft breweries and they're not producing good quality beer, or if they don't make it and they go under, then that's a reflection on the entire industry. Because somebody might come along that's never tried craft beer before, and they might go into this place that's not really up to par, or that is struggling and cutting corners because they're not well funded. And then that could be a reflection on craft beer, not that specific brand. And so that new entry level craft brew uh, consumer May, um, may get the wrong impression of craft beer instead of that individual brand. And that could be damaging. So that, that's, that's probably one of the things that I would be concerned about if, I, if you're in this industry or if you're getting ready to come into this industry. Um, be ready to swing for the fences because you need to. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of great breweries in the state now. And if, if you're half-stepping, you're fucked. It ain't going to work. Yeah. 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 Dude, I'd love to get him on for like a yeah, two-hour episode. Yeah, we need to come on. We need yeah, to do an episode. <laughs> yeah, whenever you want, man, for sure. Yeah, uh, I can freestyle in front of a mic whenever you want. <laughs> awesome. So, well, hey, yeah, thanks, anytime dude. you guys want to do it, uh, hit me up and, and we'll, we'll lock it in. Uh, okay. BRI is a great place to do it. Usually we're popping a little bit, so you get you know a little bit of background chatter, some glasses clinking. Love it. And yeah. Yeah, it's fun stuff. Awesome. Yeah, all right. Thanks, thanks guys. Thanks for having me on. So we're here with the man of the hour. One and only. Brian Helton. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you guys for coming. Yeah. Appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Yeah. yeah. When Mark reached out and said, hey, can you guys come cover the beer school? We're like, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I don't even think he finished the sentence. Yeah. I was like, yep. No. Yeah, we're, we're building it. You know, this is our uh, second one or third one, I think. But every time we do it, we get better brewers, better, um, I don't know, kind of curriculum on what we're trying to do. And we mix okay. it up. Like this time we went barrel aging and sours. So it's kind of neat, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, you've always been a big, a big advocate for the education side of, of beer. I am. Yeah, I, I believe in education through the palate. I mean, if we get all the brewers together and do what we do, our passion is going to come out regardless. So if you align yourself with the right brewers and what we do, it's amazing. You know? So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So the guys who came in today, like Matt over there busting his ass oh. down his tent. Isn't it amazing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I love when I see these owner brewers do this on a Sunday. You know, I could name drop all day long the guys that actually do it constantly. Like, it's just really, really cool. You know, they're still doing it, and they could, like, pay the other people. No, nope, he's here. He's doing it. Yeah. You know? Matt's awesome, man. Doing the hard work, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's not afraid of work. You no. Know? He's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So this was a really good one. Like, uh, as far as, like, for even me and Aaron, we're mm -hmm. kind of going around, kind of capture everything. Yeah. But, like, just hearing, like, Hangar 24 talk about um, the barrel aging and yeah. Yeah. tasting their this stuff like the, when i first took a drink i was like Whoa, wow yeah yeah that's a sipper much smoother right? oh, than yeah. i was expecting yeah. yeah yeah hanger 24 is impressing all of us you know uh, what they've done with some of their barrel aging and coming to you know into the state we're very happy to have them here for sure you know and 
Same with, you know, Grand Canyon. They're not even represented, but they're here today. Yeah. You know, same with Helio. They're yeah. here today. So is the beauty of this industry is just that, you know, we're all trying to make, you know, just better beer drinkers and enjoy each other and like make, you know, a better craft for all of us. Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm actually really just curious as a consumer. Um, are you beer muted people like pretty close or? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Like I said. Tammy and Justin, they're here at least like twice a week, but they even come here today. You know, they're sort of day off. They should yeah. be, I mean, they're brewery owners. They should be home relaxing. Nope. Yeah. They, they come here to, you know, support us. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. cool. It is. It yeah. is. Is, uh, is community pretty tight within whoever you're like pretty tight with or? I think it speaks for itself. I mean, yeah. here we are brand new. I got 12 West and Hangar 24 and BRI here today. Right. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's all over the valley, too. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you look around, you also see, you know, other breweries, like I said, Helio to um, Dragoon. I mean, there, there's some people here, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. It makes me all warm and fuzzy inside that they support me because I'm brand new. Yeah. I'm yeah. brand new. So that, that's yeah. awesome. What's your uh, your patent number? Or do you know what number you were? And no, I really don't. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just curious. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, I, I, would hear that I was question. number 32. Yeah. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but like I said, what I do know is this community is just extremely welcoming. So, like I said, it makes you warm and fuzzy inside. Yes. You know? How did you um, come to bring Hangar 24 here? That seems sort of left field. I mean, talking to Orlando, we're like, actually, he's really cool dude. Yeah, yeah. But, like, how did uh, that happen? When we first started thinking about this whole beer school, we kind of wanted like one regional and then really kind of focused on local. Mm -hmm. So um, that's where kind of Hangar 24 kind of came through. Um, they came into the market with some really great products. And, you know, we're like, oh, this is perfect. So, you know, in Orlando, he's very uh, active, in, you know, in this area. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Dude. Hey, dude. Thanks for doing yeah. this. We're really no, excited. Well, for the thank next you guys one. for you know spending your Sunday with us and taking your time. You know, it's, it's a terrible. long day. I know that, but <laughs> at the end, I'm really hoping everyone enjoy themselves and they learn something. They walked yeah. away with a little bit more education than they did have. So between sours and barrel aging and IPA, I mean, how could you go wrong? You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great question. All right. Um, out of the people who are guest starring here, yeah. Who, uh, what, what they brought? Who yeah. you like in the most? Just in terms of. Everyone's like within love because they're all here. But anybody who made something that is here today that you're like, I really enjoyed that being here. Or unfortunately, I've been so busy talking. <laughs> the only thing I've been doing is drinking sour. <laughs> so fair. I'm dying to like walk away and like drink everybody's beer real quick. Right. So yeah, <laughs> okay. you know, I'm happy that it was kind of funny. Noel told me that they were supposed to only bring sixels of you know their beer. So they brought half barrel. So yeah, I'll be putting that on and drinking that for the next day or two. Nice. So that makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. dude, uh, awesome though. Brian, thanks dude. Yeah. No, thank you guys appreciate and appreciate yeah. your support. I really do. So thank yeah. you. Anytime you want us to come out here and yeah. drink good yeah. beer and hang out with uh, awesome people. Next quarter, we'll be doing it again. To. I mean, if we yeah. have to, we will. All right. <laughs> thanks buddy. All right, thanks guys. So there you have it, beer school. 4.0 at Helton Brewing Company. Big thanks to 12 West Beer Research Institute and Hangar 24 for participating in that as well. Make sure you guys get to the next beer school. Beer School 5 should be at the end of January. We'll put a word out as soon as we get the exact date and the link to the tickets. Get to this event. Great time. Learn about beer. Drink some great beer. Meet some awesome people. The Arizona beer community is 
above and beyond the best, in my opinion. Love being part of this. So let's do our best to spread the word about Arizona beer. That's what the goal of this show is. So tell a friend, tell them to check it out. If they're an audio person, tell them to subscribe to the podcast on their favorite podcast app. If they're a visual person, tell them to subscribe on YouTube because we put out videos, we put out podcasts once a week at the very least, sometimes even more. Spread the word. Let's get Arizona beer on the map. If you're feeling up to it, give us a rating review. Help us climb up the ranking so more people can hear what we have to offer and spread that word. So in the meantime, always remember, stay awesome.